Tenakoto Kato no my Hokimaiki talking performance. Ko Jay Kato Aho. Welcome back or welcome to Talking Performance. My name is Jay Carter and I'm the host of this podcast. This week I've decided to do something a little bit different. I've been thinking about this for a while. This could be dumb, um, but I thought I'd give it a go anyway. So I'm always asking my mates, have you got any podcast recommendations? What are you listening to at the moment that's really good or interesting? Uh, sometimes I might have 10 podcasts backed up that I want to listen to and sometimes I'm struggling to find one. So what I thought I would do would be every now and again just jump on and share some podcasts that I'm interested in and that I think have some value. I'll try and be, I'll try and have a diverse range and I'll just do it from time to time. I don't think there'll be any sequence to this, but um, I've been listening to a few lately that I've been really enjoying, so thought I'd share it. For me, podcasts have been awesome. They're a great way to learn. I get to learn at my pace. I get to make sense of things my way. What I find really interesting is if I've listened to a podcast that someone else has listened to and we're discussing it, I find it really interesting that we pick up on different parts of the podcast and different things interest us. And as a result, we therefore go down different rabbit holes. Now, of course, this makes sense because of our prior experience and what we what we know or what we believe to be true is going to guide uh, what we hear. So by no means do I think that everybody's going to enjoy the podcast that I enjoy but I reckon that's the beauty of them anyway. Just before we get underway, I want to share one thing with you. I found this wicked app. Well, actually, I haven't found it. Harry Curtin guessed a couple of episodes ago. He introduced me to it. Thanks, Harry. It's unbelievable. I love it. Listen to all my podcasts on it now. But, and I'd highly recommend it, Snipped. S-N-I-P-D. Uh, it's certainly not a sponsor. Don't have any sponsors. Um, but it's a wicked app for listening to your podcast because if you like something that you hear, you can just press the button and it snips it. You can then go back and edit it. Uh, you can give it a name. You can make notes about it. You can tag it. And then you get to file all these clips into one spot. Uh, it's an awesome app. Highly recommend it. It's a lovely way to not lose some of the gold that we get in these podcasts. So I'm going to start off with my favorite podcast of the moment. And probably like everybody else, I go through phases. Um, but this one's been hanging around for quite a while for me. And it's a volleyball-based uh, podcast called Coach Your Brains Out. And it's hosted by John Mayer, Billy Allen, Nils Nielsen, and Andrew Fuller. On their blurb, they say the primary goal is practical, useful education that will help you become a better coach. And I reckon that's true. They do have an ecological dynamics bent to their podcast, which... For those that listen to mine know that I enjoy that, so um, that's really cool. And the most recent episode I listened to was with motivational interviewing expert Jonathan Fader. There were a couple of really cool things in the podcast. Well, there's heaps of really cool things, actually, and obviously I'm not going to go through all of them. I recommend listen to the podcast and, and as I said before, take out uh, what interests you. But what I'd like to start with is the he talks about praise and affirmation, or they talk about praise and affirmation. And the difference with it, and I guess as a coach, my default would be praise and unaware and with best intention, trying to be positive and upbeat, being influenced by David Galbraith, who talks about moments of perfection and do we need to coach from a deficit model, and which they talk about as well. So praise seems like an obvious option, but when you look into the difference between praise and affirmation, it just feels like praise is lazy. It's not giving the athlete the best. 
And I think I owe it to them to work harder as a coach and be a little bit more concise with your language. Now, this is easier said than done. As I said, I'm nowhere near it at the moment, but I guess the first part of it is being aware and and then trying to grow from that. As is often the way after I listen to a podcast, if there's a book involved, I'll buy the book. And this one was no different. Uh, Jonathan Fader's written a book with Stephen Rolnick, Jeff Bricken, and Teresa Moyers called Coaching Athletes to Be Their Best, Motivational Interviewing in Sports. It's an awesome book. Uh, In that book, they have a couple of examples of the difference between praise and affirmation. So just in case you are unfamiliar, what they say is an affirmation would be something along the lines of, that must have taken some real strength to play both games today. And praise might simply be something like, I liked that shot, well done. They go on to say one way of describing the difference is that praise is an external judgment, while affirmation is an observation of what's there for the athlete to take ownership of. I might be making this bit up, but I think at one point they will say the difference between praise and affirmation will often start, praise will often start with I, as in I thought, and affirmation will often start with you. You may have to double check that when you listen to the episode. Another aspect which I mentioned earlier is the deficit detector. And they have a phrase where they said, uh, you're either a deficit detective or a champion of choice, uh, which will make sense if you listen to the podcast and or get the book. Deficit detector is an interesting one. And I think about this from obviously my point of view being a golf coach. Is it so easy to see the deficit in people? But again, a little bit like praise, it feels like the lazy option to go down that path. And like everything, I don't think there's hard and fast rules about you must never praise. I don't think you need to be dogmatic with it. But I think just growing that awareness of am I being a deficit detector here or is there a better option with some better communication that will allow the athlete to choose and therefore you're being a champion of choice. And again, I think it just comes back to being really deliberate and intentional about the language you choose and the what you're trying to achieve. I think there's all, there is a time for instructing and instruction, but I think used exclusively, it'll lead to pushback or it can lead to pushback, should say, and maybe not always be the best environment for the athlete to be in. And I get the sense of motivational interviewing. The goal of it seems to be to engage the athlete in part of the process and that the athlete is at the center of the learning not the coach at the center of the instruction. Now, I could be miles off the mark here too with what I think, but that's, again, what I think is the beauty of podcast and uh, this form of learning, but that's what I heard. They talk about skillful questioning and the open and closed questions. One piece of advice that I thought was quite good is how many of your questions start with do, are, have, or did? Are likely to be closed-ended questions versus open-ended questions will often start with what and how. But that's only half the battle. Uh, So many times, I know I do it, where I'll ask a question, I've already got the answer in my head, I'm just waiting for the person in front of me to say it, but they talk about reflective listening. You say back to the person what they said, and what you're listening for here is change talk, which I won't go into that process, I'll butcher that, so... I'll leave that to the podcast, but I think it really highlights that motivational interviewing is about being intentional with the person in front of you. A mentor of mine and and good mate, Reese Zondag, once said a saying which I thought was really cool. He said, listen aggressively. And for me, that speaks to the frame of mind of motivational interviewing. 
And rather than just hearing the person and maybe not really listening, whereas when you're reflecting back, you're showing them that you are genuinely listening to them and interested. And I think that's where some of the gold is, then you're going to get some really good outcomes. Anyway, that's the gist of that episode. As I said, check out the whole podcast, coach your brains out. Uh, I think it's awesome. They do half an hour uh, each week. Often the interview goes for an hour, so you got to wait another week. It's like old school TV where you've got your favorite show and you've got to wait another week. Um, sometimes I build them up and just binge on them like you do now with Netflix. Uh, so yeah, anyway, really cool. Coach your brains out, check it out. And this particular episode was with Jonathan Fader on motivational interviewing. But as I said, recommend all of them. The next episode that I thought I'd share with you is on Johnny Wilkinson's podcast, I Am, and it is with Dr. Michael Gervais. Uh, The podcast is really cool. Johnny seems like a really interesting dude. Uh, Some of the episodes go really deep. Uh, He's really open to learning and talks a lot about human performance, which is obviously what this one's about. And Dr. Michael Gervais obviously has his own podcast called Finding Mastery. I think Michael Gervais is really interesting and he starts off by talking about an experience he had as a young surfer and you can you get the sense from that that he was always really interested in the mind, how it works, and maybe how it doesn't work or why it doesn't work and you get that sense that he's really curious about it. What's really interesting about it is there's a guy who didn't make it in his words and arguably one of the best rugby players to have ever played and you get the sense he didn't maybe fully unleash uh, his full potential on the rugby world and and is now trying to find that out. So you've got this academic who is a good surfer and this amazing rugby player who is now trying to find things out. And they they talk in depth about anxiety and the need and the desire to feel okay and how they go searching for reassurance and then go on to talk about trying to embrace the not knowing or loving the not knowing and I think the seeking reassurance is one of DG's or David Galbraith's core principles where he won't accept reassurance seeking in his athletes. Michael Gervais talks about identity and says if we fundamentally believe that what we do defines who we are, then every time we do that thing, our identity is at stake. I was actually reading an article this morning about Dame Sophie Pascoe online, who's New Zealand's most successful Paralympian. And she speaks to that exact thing, her identity being so wrapped up in being a swimmer and and how limiting that belief is. He then goes on to say, if your fundamental identity is I'm an explorer, a go-getter, or somebody who figures things out, then that is a different and more powerful way of thinking about it. This comes with freedom. And he says a beautiful line, he says, don't be the performance, but be the performer. And the fundamental difference between being and doing. Another great thing that Michael Gervais says is, how do I want to be in the unpredictable, unknown moments? How do I want to be? He talks about not what are you going to do, but how are you going to be? I really loved that. I thought it was cool. Great way to look at it. Uh, Again, advice I wished I had ahead a long time ago. He also talks about being self-critical and says that if you are self-critical, you'll likely get good because it will drive you to do the task. He talks about it getting you the extra reps. You'll work hard in the short term, but in the long haul it'll get you. He talks about it being like death by paper cut. 
I think it's a really interesting way to look at it and probably importantly highlights it. You can think like that and it may help you achieve those outcomes. And I think DG would refer to this as icing or the icing goals as it will push you to do the work and potentially get the outcome, but it's likely really exhausting and you have to wonder if it is all worth it. Johnny Wilkinson actually goes on to talk about some of the stuff that he did, which is really interesting. Anyway, it's just a great conversation. At times, it sounds like they've forgotten the microphones are on and they're just having a yarn, which is fantastic for the listeners, as it feels true and authentic. So, podcasters, I am with Johnny Wilkinson and his guest is Michael Gervais. And it is from the 17th of November, 2022. Next up, I have Rick Rubin on BBC Radio 5 Live, the Headliners podcast from January 17th, 2023. Up until recently, I knew nothing of Rick Rubin, but lately I've listened to a number of podcasts that he's been on, uh, promoting his book, The Creative Act, which of course I bought. Uh, It's a fantastic book. It's not about music at all. Not that it would be a problem if it was, but it's literally about being creative Anyway, I enjoyed the Headliners podcast chat the most, I think, Um, and that's largely because the host asked really good questions and just let Rick riff on his thoughts. I love the way he sees the world. Um, I've I've sent a number of his quotes and shared episodes with Ed Colan, who's also a fellow Rick Rubin fan, and I sent him a quote recently out of his book, which says, how do we pick up on a signal that can neither be heard nor defined? The answer is not to look for it, nor do we try to predict or analyze our way into it. Instead, we create an open space that allows it. Man, I just think that is so cool. Um, Think about that from, I think, from a golf point of view of trying to learn and and practice rather than trying to search for the perfect thing. Anyway, uh, I feel like he would have loved ecological dynamics. He just seems to want things to emerge In this chat, Rick says, knowing that we don't know is where the real power comes in. And this speaks to what Michael Gervais and Johnny Wilkinson were talking about with embracing the unknowing and and loving the unknowing. And I get the sense that Rick really does that. A couple of times on the podcast, he says, I do things that I find interesting. I'm not trying to do anything for anyone else. He says, I like making cool stuff, but it is cool stuff for me. And he speaks about working on his book and says, through working on the book, I got to learn what's in the book, because when I started the process, I didn't know what was in the book. This reminds me of what Carl Woods said on Talking Performance Podcast, episode 102, where he says, thinking through making and doing, not making through thinking and doing. I don't know much about music producing, but I get the sense that being a producer is a similar role to being a coach. And Rick says, my role as a producer is to be there to support the artist to make their best work. And I think we could interchange producer for coach and we could interchange artist for athlete. And this would be a strong way to look at that relationship, to support the athlete to do their best work. He goes on to say, I'll make suggestions and sometimes when you go past where you think it is right, really interesting things happen and you get to see where the breaking points are. Again, I wonder how I could implement that philosophy into my daily life. Where am I holding myself back by not allowing myself to get through to that breaking point? 
and he chooses to do it with his art and, and producing music and says sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. And finally, I'll finish with this lovely little bit of advice that, again, from the podcast, Rick says, get out of your head, get into your heart and into your body and feel it and do it. The body has the answers. So that wraps up this podcast nice and short. Uh, I'm not sure if it's going to land or not, but uh, I did have fun doing it. And just a reminder, the first episode was Coach Your Brains Out. And that was from March 17, 2022. The episode with Jonathan Fader. The next one was Johnny Wilkinson's podcast, I Am, with Johnny Wilkinson. And his guest, Dr. Michael Gervais. And that was the 17th of November, 2022. And then finally, Rick Rubin on the Headliners podcast from January 17th this year. So if you've made it this far, thank you very much. Uh, Let me know if you think this is any good or any use. I've got a couple of other ideas that I'd like to do with it, um, but I'm also keen to hear your feedback. I've got some cool guests lined up for the coming weeks, so really looking forward to that. Thanks again for listening. Until next time, kakite.